0: this is Muntaha Shah, your host for the Shared Pence Official's brand new podcast. It's been a good time since we started our podcast related to several issues we see in our society. But today we are going to talk about something that is way too important for the people related to the literature. Yes, we are going to talk about importance of techniques in poetry. And we have with us kalpesh Desai Sahab the president and CEO of Agile Financial Technologies, a poet, and an entrepreneur. Kalpesh Sahab runs his own blog on Instagram at kalpeshdesai.official, which is a teaser to a book that is that he is writing called of Ink and Paper, An Entrepreneur's Journey. The blog chronicles his journey as an entrepreneur and seeks to share life lessons, breakthroughs and also personal insights that have come his way. this I, Sahab, we are really honoured to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you so very much for having me.
0: This I, Sahab, tell us what according to you is the base for being a poet?
1: A base for being a poet? Uh, I, I think uh, it's basically what occurs to you really if so, who is a poet really? A poet is someone who has uh, the ability to look at a situation and be able to take something that's abstract out of the situation and then mouth that in words and rhyme and verses, that's who a poet really is. So, you, you know, more, most of the poetry that you see out there are not conjured, they are based on life experiences or somebody's insights. Uh, it's also a very interesting medium, really, because if I were to write uh, two pages uh, you know, of an essay on a particular topic around motivation, that may be very boring. But if I were to write around uh, 10 to 12 lines in, in that rhyme and are in verse, I think uh, that's what people would listen to be able to grasp. Uh, the fact that it may sound beautiful uh, will also reside with them for a very long time. So the message uh, gets across very, very fast. So I think, uh, so poets really have uh, a role in society where I think they need to essentially look at uh, playing a larger role in terms of, you know, how messages essentially get spread across in the community. Indeed.
0: And what will be the scenario of literature without the consideration of these poetic
1: techniques? So I think uh, so. One is, I mean, if you look at uh, my poems, for example, I would use sonnets. I would use rhymes. Uh, I've just started exploring tankas and haikus, for example, as styles of poetry. But uh, you know, I think uh, I've also um, I, I've, I've also experimented with hyperboles and alliterations to a great extent. But I am not a firm believer in textbook poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, What I mean by that is that I think uh, the creative form, uh, you know, everybody's got a very creative form. I've seen poets uh, whose poems don't rhyme at all. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that those words aren't beautiful. In fact, those could be some of the most powerful words that you'd hear. But what would be the role of literature? I think, I mean, if you've not grown up on Shakespeare, you haven't grown up at all, right? So I think I think I think we we all of us through school we have devoured those books, um, you know, we've devoured uh, you know I mean if you've grown up in uh, the Indian subcontinent you've devoured Kipling's uh, you know poems as well. So I, I think we we've, we've, we've come up with our own own, own genre. Um genre. Mm-hmm. I, I think from my perspective, I mean I'll just give you one example. I don't not know Urdu, mm-hmm. but. I, start, I said that the best way for me to learn Urdu would be to essentially start writing poems in Urdu, and that's what I started doing. So I, I think that's one of the best ways to essentially grasp the power of the language that uh, that essentially comes in. So I think literature is uh, not complete unless you have uh, poetry with it. Does that Good. answer your question?
0: sorry to interrupt kaha urdu likhna, uh, shuru to kya our uh, listeners
1: yeah i will i'll just pull up my poem if you don't mind then i will i'll read that out to you
0: so,
1: so what i started doing is i started uh, putting in words in both urdu and hindi so that my readers can essentially uh, understand so i will uh, mm-hmm. i'll read out one I'll first say it uh, in Urdu and then I will uh, give the translation in English. दर्वाजे, दर्वाजे hmm. Hope lingers at the door that opens into tomorrow as she had done so many times before, begging you to not let those seeds of doubt grow. Thank you. So I think I just I mean this is just a new dabble, but I mean my mother tongue is Gujarati. And uh, obviously I mean I do speak Hindi, but uh, Urdu's always had a had a you know it, it's, it's the language of love and politics and romance. So I think it's it's something that you know this sits very easy on my so uh, so which is the
0: best as per you writing with a purpose or writing with a passion
1: so I um okay so in my perspective I write with a purpose I don't write with uh, you know so I mean I think uh, however I would not release what I've written till I am I'm passionate about what I've written and what by that what I mean is that I would like it to be perfect I would clear it off grammar as much as possible I would make sure that Uh, It's whole and complete. And if you look at my poetry, uh, for me, I think it's incomplete unless it ends with a positive ending. So I mean, this is just who I am. So I don't want, uh, you know, even if I may start on a darker note, I will end it uh, positively.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, That's just basically how it is. So I think, yes, I would write with a purpose. The purpose, uh, so if you look at my poetry perspective, uh, my own perspective, I think uh, my purpose would be to essentially impart I've been an entrepreneur almost all my life Uh, and being an entrepreneur is not easy. You go through your ups and downs and it impacts you. It impacts your family. It impacts everybody. And by the time you, you know, I'm 53 now, by the time I look back and I say, hey, listen, could I have done these things differently? And those are all your insights. Now you've got two choices. One, you can say, hey, listen, you know, that's, you know, what it is. Or you can start writing it down in a manner where Perhaps other entrepreneurs and other people who are going through what I went through when I was 19, 20, 25, 30, 35, you know, and and say, okay, you know, this is what the possibilities are. So I think poetry opens up possibilities. And if you look at my byline, I promise to shift your paradigm without a clutch. That's my tagline in uh, in, in my bio. Uh, what that really means is that uh, you we grow up with certain perceptions, and I want to be able to break those perceptions. What I may say may go against what a lot of us have been taught in the past as what home truths are. Um, I'm very clear on a few things. I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about politics. I don't uh, distinguish between race, gender, or any other mm-hmm. basis. Like, that's not... So you will not see that in any of my poetry, and I steer clear from uh, those mechanisms. So my purpose is so, your motivational, inspirational, romance stuff. Okay,
0: so so you uh, you agree with the fact that writing has become a trend more than a passion or a career?
1: Yes, I think it's become a trend, and I think uh, if you look at Insta poets, for example. I think, uh, you know, in, Instagram poets really became famous. In fact, the term Insta poets became famous after Langley's success, right? Oh, yeah. So it's, she's the one who essentially started that whole uh, trend. And a lot of people followed through. And I think there's a large movement online uh, that you see. In fact, I, st- I joined the community in August last year. So in another month, it will be a year since I've joined the poetry community. And I've seen, I made so many friends. It's amazing. I've seen so many amazing poets i mean i just uh, shocked me to know that there are so many people out there who some of them are published some of them are yet to get published some of them have ambitions to get published and some of them deserve to get published Mm indeed
0: so and at the end what should an emergent writer according to you keep in mind so as to give a direction to his
1: writing yes i think i think one is you know you recognize what your style is first right i mean you you, everybody's got a genre or everybody's got, uh, you know, a particular segment that you're servicing as a poet or a writer or somebody may talk about romance, somebody may be, a, you know, writing thrillers, somebody may be essentially writing motivational or inspirational uh, stuff. And you want to be able to hone in on that uh, thing because what you're writing instinctively and what you're writing really well without effort is what comes to you effortlessly. And that's your segment and genre. If perhaps, uh, you know, they are able to then say that, you know, look at it as any other product that you sell and start focusing on who my readers are. So if you're out there producing, you know, your poet, uh, your poem is a product, your book is a product, and you have to have consumers out there who are going to consume that writing, right? So you need to know who your customers are. So if I'm writing, I want to be able to wear my hat, and I want to be able to wear the hat of the person reading the poem. And if the day you can do both at the same time is perhaps when your audience will truly increase, because that's who your readership is. People want to uh, see you engage, people want to see you speak to them in a voice that they hear. So you know if it is monotonous or if it's a monologue, maybe people do not want to hear that. If it's about your own problems and you know there is, you're not quoting any solution, then people may relate to it for a particular while. But then they say, hey, listen, you know, uh, I'm hearing somebody complain. I'm not hearing the solution. So you really want to get that genre right and focus on who your target audience is. That's what I would give as an advice to your, to every writer. So you're not just writing. If you're writing only for yourself and you're a multi billionaire and you don't care who reads <laughs> it, it's fine, you know. But if, you're, if the, uh, the ultimate objective is to say, hey, listen, I want to get my book out there. My story needs to be told. Uh, there's no point in getting a book out there if nobody's going to read it. Mm-hmm. So the only way that you can get a book out there that people will read is to know who is going to read that book and service that audience well. Like you would at any product that you sell in the market.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Poetry is not just about rhyming words and creating pretty pictures on the page, it's about communicating a story through a unique medium. If you want to learn how to write poetry, you will need to know some of the basic techniques used to organize and communicate your words. While there are many popular poetry forms such as haiku, limerick and sonnets, there are also some techniques that are common to all types of poetry. If you are ready to learn how to write poetry, you will want to make sure you know these important techniques. Let me present my heartfelt gratitude to Desai Sahab for being with us today and to our listeners. Thank you so much. With this, I'll take your leave with a promise that we will be back with another exciting podcast of the Shere official. Till then, take
1: care. Thank you so very much for having me. Take care.